This is the Marked Podcast from Life by Women. We're your hosts, Mary Margaret West and Elizabeth Heineman. Each episode, we'll talk about what God's doing, how he has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We are so glad you've joined us today. Before we dive into the episode this week, I wanted to talk about something that is probably one of my favorite things that happens all year long. And honestly, like I wouldn't say that if it wasn't true, but it is our Lifeway Women's Leadership Forum. It is November 8th through the 10th um, here in the Nashville area. You can find out more details at lifeway.com forward slash women's forum. I will link to that in the show notes. But let me tell you a little bit about what you're going to experience. If you are a woman who leads in any capacity, you don't have to do it in your job. You can be, you know, just as as a mom, as a small group leader, um, maybe in your job, um, wherever it is that you're leading in ministry, um, just however it is that you're walking out the calling that God has placed on your life, um, you're going to find valuable information and valuable content, valuable things that are going to mean something to you right where you are, right where God is leading you. And maybe, maybe you have some younger women in your life who you'd like to bring along, um, aside you, you know, who, who you see that God is doing something in their lives and you want to raise them up to be leaders in the next generation. Um, we want to invite you to come to the women's forum, um, this fall. Do not miss out. Our lineup this year is absolutely spectacular. Jen Wilkin, Dr. Jeff Orge from Gateway Seminary, um, Lauren Chandler, Jackie Hill Perry, Jennifer Rothschild, and Travis Cottrell is going to be our worship leader. Who's he just always does a great job. So we definitely want you to come this November. We hope that you'll make it a part of your yearly routine of something that you'll do. We've got breakouts on every kind of topic you can imagine. Um, and so check out the website for more details, but we hope to see you here in the fall. And so now that we've talked about that, we're going to be talking about things today. Um, we've got a fun guest on our episode who works here in the building with me and Elizabeth. So hello, Elizabeth. Hi. Hello, Kelly. Hey. How's it going? It's great. Good. Today, we are going to just chat for a little while about kind of this back to school routine, you know, just going back into the fall, launching back into a new season of life. Um, For most of us, you know, even all of us sitting around here, none of us are going back to school this fall, right? I'm not planning on it. I might be. Jury's still out. Oh, yeah. I forgot you're still doing the school thing. Sort of. Yes. Well, I mean, we're not like having to go back to a classroom on a Monday to Friday basis, but it still sort of feels like a new thing. Yes. Yes. So we're going to talk about just kind of what it looks like over the next few months to launch into a new season. Um, But before we really go into that, Kelly, would you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. My name is Kelly King. I'm the women's ministry specialist here at Lifeway. And that entails a lot of what what I do um, on a regular basis is we plan training and equipping events, which includes the Women's Forum. And just a side note on that, Mary Margaret, thanks for saying something about that. And we really do love the forum. But last year we sold out. This is and, true. And this year we have more than a thousand women already registered. And so Gosh. if you, you know, if you want to come, don't hesitate. Don't wait go, till the last yeah, minute. Yeah, go for it and get signed up because we'd love to have you here. Um, but I, I've been doing women's ministry of some sort really since college. And so even talking about back to school, I think about how we kind of get back into that routine and leading Bible studies, things like that. So teaching and and equipping women for what God has called them to do. I'm all about that. Awesome. And Kelly and I worked together when I, um, when she first came to came to life yes. about a year, you a just, year and a half ago. Yeah. You saved my bacon every day. You know, <laughs> well, really. We worked together as a good team and, um, it was a lot of fun. And so when Elizabeth, when Elizabeth and I were talking about this episode, it was like, why don't we invite Kelly to come chat with us? Cause she's just a pro at a lot of things and just a fun person to chat with. And so 
Yeah. That's what we're going to do. She's an expert. She's an expert. I don't know if that means I just like to talk a lot, but yeah, I'm really excited I mean, to be here. That's my problem is like, Mary Margaret, host a podcast. You like to talk. We so. like to talk. Yes, it's fun. And, um, you know, but we were even chatting before we got kicked off today just about how there's something about fall. Um, there's something about that coming around. And for those of you in the north, I apologize that this episode is probably coming in what is still the middle of your summer. But for those of us down here in the south, it is fall is upon us, even though it's not the season, because school is going back into session in August. And so this month is going to be a busy one of just you know, a lot of new things going on, a lot of um, just kind of restarts in, and even the church calendar, um, you know, stuff that's going on in your local church, a lot of it revolves around the school year. And I even, um, just in the area that I serve, you know, we have a training coming up in a couple of weeks and then, you know, we have promotion Sunday that's coming up. And so it just sort of hits the restart reset button for a ton of us, even though we're not daily in that kind of school routine and, um, you know, just working yeah. in an office here in Nashville. You yeah. have to wear a uh, your unnecessary scarf and drink your pumpkin spice latte on ice, you know, during this season. Yes. When it's not quite cold enough. Exactly. It's yeah, that's the bad thing about the South. It could still be 100 degrees yeah, outside. But mm-hmm. we are so ready for fall. Yes, we are ready for fall. And yeah. in, in our um, office, you could definitely wear the scarf all day long. Even that's though true. It's 100 degrees outside. So That's true. But that's a story for another day. <laughs> but, but it is. There's something about just seeing those back to school sales. And, oh, yeah. And you, um, I don't know, does Tennessee have like a tax-free day or anything? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a it's big sometime deal. in August. Yeah, I don't it's know. Tax free weekend. And a lot of mm-hmm. your states probably have something like that. And most of you are probably aware, but it's it makes a big difference. I mean, mm-hmm. it's if you want to get trampled, you know, go right ahead and go to Old Navy and try to get you some flip flops on <laughs> right. that day or whatever. Right. But um uniforms. Mm-hmm. School uniforms, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Did y'all wear school uniforms? I homeschooled, so oh, no, true. I did not. You wore whatever you wanted. Yep. So how did that work, Elizabeth? Like when you homeschool, did you have kind of a back to school? Like you knew yes. when it was starting. We we did like tutorials and co-ops. So we had the start date was usually whenever those started. But my mom was very much loved back to school anyway. So we would always have like, this is our start date and this is our finish date. Though when you homeschool, every day is educational. So <laughs> we would do a lot of things that were just like outside of the realm of normal school, but would be school. So that happened in the summer or in Christmas break, whenever. Yeah. And it feels like summer gets shorter and shorter for some reason. And if you've got kids that are in athletics and they are in fall, uh, fall sport, your summer really ends pretty quickly, July-ish and 1st of August. I mean, Courtney played volleyball, so end of July, she was already, you know, getting ready for games. My cousin said they're starting school this year on August 1st. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. That is crazy. And, you know, and even we live right across the street street from a big high school. And I heard the band practicing the other day. And I was like, Jonathan, do you hear that? I was like, it sounds like a metronome across the street. And the band was was doing practice already. And so there's a lot of things that have already started, you know, kind of as a lead up to school, as a lead up just to um, this new new season of life and ministry and all that kind of stuff. And, and it really, there's something about it, I think even for me, that sort of changes my routine and how I go about doing everything. Like, what does it look like for you? all um you know does your routine change at all or like what are your kind of thoughts in going into into fall this year yeah uh go go ahead elizabeth i was gonna say i feel like fall is almost like a new year Mm 2.0 where i like i'm like okay in the fall i'm gonna have all these new routines and like they usually stick for a few weeks that's just my personality type i'm very much like pro routine but it just doesn't stick around for very long but uh, i feel like it's always a chance to restart and reset and, you know, lazy, hazy days of summer, you're just like, oh, well, I just, you know, laid by the pool or didn't do much this summer. But now we're going to 
start on the new new Bible reading plans, new, yeah. like, uh, if you are in school, it's a homework schedule, like, you're used to all of that kind of stuff, and so it's just, and new Bible studies at church, all of that restarts in the fall. Yeah, yeah, I think we're always, like, really ready for summer, because we've just had that routine for so yes. long, mm-hmm. and you're ready for the break, but then there's something about when the calendar kind of changes, and you know that school's starting, no matter whether you're in school or not, there is that, okay, we're right. gearing back up. And so even for our family, um, I, my mother was a school teacher. My daughter is a school teacher. Mm. So even though I'm not, I feel there, you know, I have always felt that routine yeah, right. there. And now my husband's doing student ministry. So even that routine looks a little different because things are really gearing up for the fall. Oh, right. Yeah. That right. totally makes sense. And it's it's interesting, too. And I, I think I, I'll never forget what it was like to finish college and then start like, you know, summer was over. I got a job, you know, it started back in the fall. I remember I went to work and then I came home and I was like, what am I supposed to do right now? Right. Like I'd always had something else to do. There was always homework. There was always something to prepare for. And you can read whatever you want. Oh my gosh. That was the best. Although like after seminary, I I slightly went on like a reading strike because I had just been forced to read too many things. And I think we're all nodding going, yes, we know what that feels like. But Kelly, even for you, you just finished your master's. I just finished my master's degree. So yes. Homework is done. The whole summer. It it has been that. I've either wanted to just read what I want to read or I've been a little bit on strike. I've been kind yeah. of both. Yeah. I read like, a lot. You know what? I can I can watch a Netflix series and not feel right. guilty about yeah. this. Yeah. I let a, read a lot of fiction right out of seminary. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't need any more nonfiction yeah. right now. It makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, it just, you know, for those of you who that's your stage of life, maybe you've just finished college, maybe you've just finished grad school, seminary, something like that, or maybe even you have finished your PhD and God bless you if you've done that, because that's a lot of hard work. Way to go. Way to go. You get two stars today. Yeah. Um, You know, but I would just say it just, it sort of changes for everybody and we've got to find a new routine no matter where we are on the spectrum of school and life and all that kind of stuff. But Kelly, thinking back, since you are the resident mom at the table, (laughs) um, think back to like, you know, what it was like, you know, for some of these moms who are listening today, you know, what are some things that they can do to kind of get settled into a new routine or just some, maybe some things that worked for y'all or ways that you kind of jump back into the school year? Yeah. I mean, I think you do kind of just shift the whole attitude of what your schedule is going to be like. And we would even start that maybe a week or two before just to get into the routine of, you know, getting yourself up, what this was going to look like. And as they got older, that wasn't as hard. And like I said, a lot of times their routines began even before the actual, you know, actual school started. Um, But we did... um, I always wanted to be more organized. And I think that gets back to that kind of that 2.0 because you have these goals. Right. But and I love school supplies. So or office supplies, however you want to look at it. So I would go and I would. One of the things I loved was getting an expandable folder folder for each one of my kids. And so every day when they came home, the papers in the backpack went in that folder. And, And then also just getting in the routine of knowing like what what you're going to you know, just time-wise, what right. does that look like? And and honestly, for a mom, you kind of have to do that with your own life. So getting back into the routine and back into Bible study, back into the things that you'd maybe have just kind of let go over the summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes it sense. could be a little bit of a relief to some people who are like, finally, you know, I have a routine that's, I can actually read my Bible in the mornings or whatever it is that they have kind of not been able to do because kids are running around all summer. And there's no routine. Yeah. And even if you have really small children 
and maybe you've got children that are in school and children who aren't, that looks a little different too because you may, um, you, you've got them in a routine. So your your little ones are, are kind of looking at you like, well, this looks different for me. So you have to be creative and thinking through, am I going to take them to a Mother's Day out once a week? They like the feeling of maybe being in school, yeah, quote, quote. Right. And so include them in something, let them buy a new backpack, let them make a little lunch. And, yeah. and you know, you can do a little schedule for them. And lots of times, even for me, Bible study, there were things for them to do while we were at church. And so that mm-hmm. got them back into the routine, too. That totally makes sense. And and it's just fun to see, you know, what other people are doing. And I, even I've seen it on Instagram the last week or two. I've watched, you know, parents taking kids to go buy a new backpack or those kind of things that you're talking about. And and I think, too, it's a great way. A lot of um, a lot of people have moved over the summer and there are a lot. There may be new people on your street, in your neighborhood, your apartment complex, wherever it is that you live. Most likely somebody has moved out. Somebody else has moved in. And, you know, and maybe it's a great way to to reach out to um, to new neighbors and stuff like that. And Kelly, you shared a great idea earlier um, with what that looked like for y'all. Yeah. I mean, we went one particular year and Courtney was still in elementary school. And so um, we we decided we knew that there were a few new families, and especially there was um, a couple of little girls that were Courtney's age. We were fortunate enough that we lived down the street from our elementary school, so we walked often, and the weather was nice. And so we decided that we would just do a back-to-school kind of breakfast for all the kids in the neighborhood, and we just invited everyone, and we had donuts and juice and milk and sugared them up right before the first day of school. But then uh, we did. We just kind of met them there. I put together a little brown sack with a new pencil and eraser. And I also put a flyer that listed all of our children's programs for our church and new women's Bible studies. And so it was a great way for me to invest in my neighbors Mm. and invite them to be part of something um, that they needed as well. That's awesome. And there is, I think even with stuff like that, I'm, I'm the one who like looks at Pinterest and goes, oh gosh, I can't do this. Or like sees pictures of what other people do sometimes. And I'm like, there's just no way. Like I can't make it look that cute. And like, this is your permission to just you do you. That's right. When it comes to all this stuff. I can promise you what we did. Yeah. I did not go out of my way Mm -hmm. to do. I mean, it was just the box of donuts open, you know, and styrofoam cups because these are kids and we're. And they're going to school. Yes. And like, and, oh, my yeah. goodness. And so, for moms, give yourself a break mm-hmm. on that. I still remember even, let's get into, this is not back to school, but a Valentine's party that I was so like into, like I wanted to make my own sugar cookies with my own icing and blah, 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 blah. And I ran out of time. I was just too busy. And I just went and got Pillsbury sugar cookie dough and just sliced it up, threw some icing on there. And you know what? The kids didn't care. They yeah. were. They were my friend growing up said that my mom made her the best chocolate chip cookies and my mom made the slice and bake like Pillsbury <laughs> and I was best. like you know they're from that and she's like oh yeah they're the best kind yeah exactly so. and um speaking of, I'm, I'm about to oh, like yeah. divert for a second like and even like back to school lunches like oh, yeah. come on really we do not have to cut things up in animal shapes no and, and if that's what unless you want to do you. Yes. Yes. yes if that yes. is you you go right yes. ahead but like for the rest of y'all just feel no pressure to, to try to like look like everybody else and make your kids lunch cute because they just really want an oatmeal cream pie or like something they can swap with a friend. <laughs> some gummies. Yeah, some gummies. Like I don't know how much swapping they can do anymore because of allergies and stuff. But yeah. like that was that was like a prized thing in a lunchbox was I can swap my oatmeal cream pie for somebody else's something. Although I really liked those. So it was a good bargaining chip. There you go. Lunch. But anyway, um, you know, I think it is 
it's such an interesting time of year to um, to think about stuff in church too, because um, you know you've probably got a lot of people who, for one reason or another, have you know over the summer they've traveled a ton. Even I've noticed you know church attendance has been low for us um, throughout the summer because people are gone, they're on vacation, they're taking advantage of summer. Um, but it's a great way um, if you're a church leader, if you are um, you know just for you as a parent to just jump fully back in and to really engage with the people who who were who you saw all summer long and the ones that you're like, I don't know where they were, but we want them to come back. And um, it's a great time to jump into a Bible study, to jump into something that's going on um, in the life of your church, to be connected with other people, um, because it's really important. It's really important to um, to be in a, a, a Sunday school class, a small group, a community group, a life group, whatever it is your church calls it. And um to be connected to the life of a church. And so maybe you are the one who has moved, you know, over the summer and you're in a new place. And I know Kelly, that was, that was y'all a year and a half ago or over the last, you know, y'all have had, tell, can you give like the little, like a little bit of history of y'all's move to Nashville and like how long you'd been where you were and all of that? Yeah, we've been in, we had been in Oklahoma all of our lives. And so we were at the same church for 29 years and routine and our lives and everything else. And God just kind of led us here to Nashville in about, um, it'll be, wow, two years in November of this year, That's which crazy. is really crazy to think about. Uh, but that transition, it's not easy um, for anyone. And I think the the good thing for, for moms with kids is that you have a built-in reason to meet new people, Yeah, especially right. if they are in a, a school system you are, and even if you're homeschooling, a lot of co-ops, things oh, like yeah. that, that is a place for you to get to know people. And so, especially, um, you know, lost people, Yeah, that's a great place for you to just invest in others and get to know them because you get this natural connection with your children. And so um, take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. And it really makes a difference, I think, even for your kids, like just to go ahead and get into that routine as you start the school year and all of that. But, you know, maybe you're a single woman listening to this podcast going, okay, this kid stuff does not apply to me, you know, and I'm not restarting, you know, my life in the fall or, I, don't, you know, my husband and I don't have kids yet or whatever that looks like for you. You know, Elizabeth, can you speak a little bit into what it looks like and why it's important, you know, kind of at this stage to, to hit the reset button, to jump into church um, and just to kind of be plugged in somewhere? Yeah, because like you said, um, a lot of things restart in the fall. So it's almost a fresh start for you if you've been going to the same church for a while, but just haven't uh, really gotten deep into relationships there or um, even like a small group or serving even. Um, The fall is a great time to start any of that. And your church staff would love you so much if you served in Mm -hmm. any way. And like you said earlier, a lot of the children's ministries restarting. So that's a great place to serve. Yeah. But then there's also the fall Bible studies. Um, a lot of churches have that. My church usually takes a break from like the life group sort of level of commitment during the summer. So yep. the fall is a great time to start one um, and try one out. Uh, feel free to try multiple small groups. Yes. I think that's something that a lot of people don't realize you can do, but you don't have to commit to the first one you go to. Yeah. If, if it's just not a good fit for you, either like the time of day is not great or you know, the weeknight is not great for you. Find one that you really fit that, in. Or if that group's not a great fit for you yeah. personality wise or whatever. Or what they're studying. Yep. Like different groups study different things sometimes. So maybe you just you want a different kind of study or whatever. It's fine. No one's going to get their feelings hurt. Hopefully um, they should not get their feelings hurt because everybody's different. So yeah. uh, I would say try to find a small group, get plugged in, try to serve in some way. Um 
that the fall is a great time to restart all of that kind of stuff. And that really helps you uh, to form relationships. And if you are a single person, um, that's the key to being involved in a church. And that's something that you you need in your life. You need those other people. And so serving is a great way to find those. Small groups are, the, are a great way to find those. And then you have somebody to sit with in service. Yes. Yeah. And it makes, and that's honestly, those were things that I just had to really lean into and, and just decide that I was going to serve yeah. because I knew it was important and I knew it would help connect me to the body yeah. of the church because it was so easy just to walk in, sit down in the back by myself and then leave when the service was over and not have connected with yeah. anybody and then blame it on the church. Right. And I could like stand on a little soapbox about this, yeah. but I won't today. And you have to be brave. Yeah, like it's do. not, it's you not going to be easy, but you can do it. And you're not the first person to do it. So just keep that in mind and um, talk to your church staff. They would love to help you out with that kind of thing. And be yeah. mindful when you walk into a church service and you see other women that are sitting by themselves. Right. Yes. When I first moved to Nashville, Vic was not here and for several months. And so going to church and kind of almost feeling like the single yeah. woman again, I, I noticed so many women sitting by themselves for a variety of reasons. Right. But it, it does take that courage to just go introduce yourself and yes. make a new friend. And I read somewhere that no matter who you are or what your personality is, if you introduce yourself first, even if you're an introvert, then that person almost always likes you and thinks you're an extrovert. If you just introduce yourself first, like extroverted in a good way that you want like yeah. they're like going to talk to you because you were the first one to talk to them. So that's something that is a challenge for me as an introvert. But I tried to do it as much as I can just because I, I know that's important. Yeah. And for some of us who have maybe, maybe you've lived in the same place your whole life, or maybe you've been there for a number of years, everything you're doing feels very comfortable. It's not that you haven't had some massive change in your life, you know, over the last few months or the last year to make a huge difference. And so, you know, when you walk into some back to school stuff or, you know, things that are going on at church or whatever, keep your eyes open you know, be mindful of the new people in the room or the people right. who just sort of look a little bit lost or don't know how to find something because those things at this point are probably coming really naturally to you and you don't have to ask for directions. And chances know. are, like if your church did a VBS over the summer or yeah. a local mission trip, I know a lot of churches do that now where they serve in their own communities, there are going to be some new people at your church. So yeah. look out for those people who and they may not have ever been to church before. So they don't know the things that you take for granted. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I probably don't know that. I mean, I would love to see the stats on this and I'm sure there's some church expert out there that has all this, but September really is kind of like one of the largest attendance months yeah. of the whole year. Right. I mean, I would imagine so. Yeah. It seems like it. And I feel like being on church staff, that was always, you took the summer yeah. to really even just focus and pray and get ready for the fall because you knew, right. You knew those new people were going to be, it was a, yeah. a, a natural time. Um, I, you know, I would love to know the history of why, like, really new church years start in yeah. the fall. I think it's just because we all start everything in the fall. Yeah, like even our school starts. Yeah. Think about so, ongoing curriculum and Sunday yeah. mornings starts. It's yeah. almost just like a ingrained in us. I don't know if that's from creation or just because of school. <laughs> I don't know which yeah, one, sure. which one which happened. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. It, it's crazy how it just sort of for everybody throughout our lives just feels that way. I'm sure there's some connection to like when we talk about Sunday school uh-huh. and school, like there probably yeah. was some intentionality. I'm yeah. sure. Well, I know in the old days they like took a break from school during harvest. So I don't know when the to the farming days, I know when the school calendar started in September, like when it started mm-hmm. doing that. 
I don't know. Interesting. Any historians out there want to help us out? Yeah, help <laughs> us out. Tweet or yeah. something. And yeah. Let us know if you know about this and then we'll follow up on the next episode and let you know what we found out. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's, you know, I'm already kind of, I looked up the other night um, and it was still light out at 830 and I was like, I love summer for this reason. Yes. And, and even we sort of get a, we've got the short end of the stick here in Nashville because we're really yeah. close to Eastern time zone. We're like an hour two hours away and so like it depends on what direction you drive yes exactly depends (laughs) on where you're going but um but we're so close to eastern time zone that our days aren't even quite as long as some other people's like as far as sunlight goes um but i'm still just trying to enjoy every last bit of this of the sun being out longer and just you know i have a big watermelon on my kitchen counter that i want to cut up because watermelon's just good in the summer because that's when it's the best and yeah just all that kind of good stuff. I'm still trying to soak the last little bit yes. out of summer that I can. Don't wish it away. Yes. I'd, okay. I'm I have to ask you away. guys something though about yeah. back to school. Did you always have like Elizabeth, this may not have applied to you with homeschool. <laughs> I don't know. But did you always go get a back to school outfit? Back oh, yeah. To, did you? Um, I don't know if I did. Do you have like I mean, a we favorite? Got, we got fall outfits, but I don't know about back to school specifically. Yeah. I like, definitely had. I mean, because my mom, my mom took rem- a picture every year of us like standing yes. on the front where my dad actually took the picture. If he's listening, he would correct me. My dad would take the picture on um, the first day of school. He would make little signs for us to hold. You know, really? Because I know that's important. Like, like a lot of women do that now, but you did. They did oh, that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was. <gasps> wow. OK, let awesome. me just explain. And I wish if I can find a picture, I will put it in the post maybe. But like I'll have to get my, my parents on that. But like we it was just a piece of like printer paper that said Mary Margaret. Start, first day of fourth grade like it wasn't anything right on a chalkboard or super exciting. Like, it wasn't i want to be when board. i grow up yes no it was just a piece of printer paper with a sharpie marker that said mary margaret first day of fourth grade or whatever and so you know but we i love those and looking back at those um it just i remember different things that happened um those school years and just my new like especially in elementary school my new hair bows that i would have you know for the first <laughs> day of school we didn't my i went to a private school um but we i didn't have to wear uniforms until my junior and senior year and so prior to that I always got to wear whatever I wanted on the first day of school um, you know within dress code of course but um, but yes back to school outfits were a big deal okay there was a back to school tradition tradition at my kids high school Mm -hmm. that I thought was really fun Uh for the freshmen incoming freshmen because they're not driving yet right so moms and dads are usually dropping them off the first day of school it's very intimidating for a new little freshman coming into big high school and my kids went to a a fairly large high school but they always did a kiss your mom goodbye thing and so there would be upperclassmen out by where you dropped your kids off Uh and they would like make you kiss like they would make the freshmen kiss their mom or dad (laughs) goodbye on the first day of school Mm -hmm. and it was I mean it was really kind of like, and moms knew it. The kids right. didn't always know. Yeah. They, they might have heard about the tradition, but moms definitely knew. And That's they wanted, awesome. They wanted to make sure that they got that, that little oh, yeah. back to school. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, and I think, too, there's, with any start to, like, something new, there's always, like, I, there are a handful of people I can think about right off the top of my head who, over the last year, have faced some sort of loss or some sort of hard hard thing. And um, and so maybe that's you today, and you're really not looking forward to the next few months, and you're not looking forward to maybe some anniversaries or some things that are going to come up again, or there's just some part of your life that feels a little bit missing. And so just know that if, that, if that's you, you know, I... 
pray today that you um, would very much feel the presence of the Lord as you walk through those things, because that's, it's tough when first things come around that's again, true. you know, whatever type of loss or grief it is that you're walking through, you know, for some of you, this is not like you probably saw the title of this, this episode and maybe you've already turned it off at this point, but hopefully, you know, you are are one who is still just trying to go, Lord, like, let me be right where you want me to be. And, you know, let me be pursuing you, even though it's been a really hard year. And it's, it's really hard for moms who are in the season of even just taking their children to college and dropping them off. Yeah. So even just bringing this up and you watch the commercials and you just start tearing up because you think my, my season of life is changing, Mm -hmm. but I can promise you, you'll get through it. I think, I don't think there was ever a first day of school that I didn't cry. Yeah. You know, you, you think kindergarten, but even yeah. college, you're just like, they're driving off again. Yeah. You know, there, there, there they go. go. I'm going to cry right now. Oh, okay. Sorry. That is all right. <laughs> you know, but like, but that's where a lot mm. of moms are right now. A lot of people are finding themselves in that place of just some big shifts and change that affect their day-to-day lives. Yeah. And we need to remember to pray for our teachers. Yes. I mean, I think about, I mean, let's just be real for a second. The last few years and the school shootings that have happened, our teachers definitely need, I mean, and we just need to be praying. And, and there's some great moms groups out there um, as far as praying for, for your kids, for your schools. So I would encourage moms to definitely be part of those things. Absolutely. And we have a blog post, too, that I think we posted last year or the year before that we can link to in the show notes, but are just gives you some ideas of how to pray for your teachers mm. and your students that are going back to school. So yep. we'll link to that in the show notes. Awesome. And, you know, one other thing that if you are um, that we wanted to mention that if you have not yet um plugged into a Bible study, or maybe your church doesn't have women's Bible study or things like that. Um, There is something that you can jump in and be a part of that has just started as of when this episode is airing. Um, But Elizabeth, will you tell them just a little bit about online Bible study and what it looks like for LifeWay Women? Yeah, so we do online Bible studies and we are doing them fairly often now. So it's almost year round. Um, We usually take a break around Christmas. But uh, this, the quest just started and the quest is a Bible study by Beth Moore. And, um, it's kind of about the questions that are in the Bible, whether they're from God to man, man to God, uh, people to each other. But it's just a way to kind of her idea is that questions form in- intimacy in relationships. So mm-hmm. if you ask somebody a question, then you're going to find out more about them. And so that's the key to intimacy with God, too, is asking questions and looking at see- and seeing what he's asked of us and that kind of thing. And so we just started it, like Mary Margaret said, and you can either join us online or in stores. I think all the Lifeway stores are hosting this one. Um, So call your local Lifeway store if you have one nearby um, and just find out the information about when they're meeting. And that's a great place to find community. But if you don't have a local Lifeway store, we know we're not everywhere. So uh, you can join us online. And the Quest is available for teen girls. Yes, it is. And for kids. Yep. So uh, the kids won't really watch the videos or go through the same exact thing as you do. But it's a great way to like get your kids involved with what you're learning. And you can all kind of learn together. Um, and so we will link to all of that stuff in the show notes as well. Um, but we would love to have you join us. It's not too late to join. Even though it just started, you can easily catch up. 
Absolutely. And, um, and it's one of those things where you it, online, it'll give you free access to the videos for a yes. certain number of weeks. And so um, if you are doing it by yourself and you're like, hey, I'm not going to buy all these videos, they are free right now for a short period of time um, on our website. And so um, we'll link to all of that. So make sure you go um, to lifewaywomen.com forward slash podcast and you can find out more details there. We'll also um, link to the various things that we've talked about, including the women's forum. Um, again, it really like I know I hope it didn't sound like an ad, even though it sort of was, but like, I, I, I wouldn't say it if it wasn't really one of my favorite things that we do because who, wherever you are as a woman, there's something that you can um, grow in when it comes to leadership. And so, um, I hope that we'll see you this fall. Um, I'll be teaching some breakouts on girls ministry, which will be a Yay. blast. And, um, we would love to connect with you. If you're Elizabeth's there. leading the breakout too you on, so, on social media, on social media. So, fun. so yeah. we'll be there. We could like, you know, not that like anybody wants to meet us, but what like, you, like but recorded would, a po- what if we recorded a podcast at Forum? Ooh, a live could podcast. Could we do it live from the Women's Forum? Like, let's talk about that. Yeah, okay, we'll figure it out. That. Okay. Yes, but we'd love to meet you if you are somebody who listens and um, love to connect with you online. Um, you've got in those show notes, you'll have all of our social media information, but feel free to connect with us on Twitter or Instagram. And um, we'd love to connect back with you. And so um, thank you both for being here today. I mean, Elizabeth, you're now always here, which is awesome. Sort of. Um, yes, <laughs> for most of these episodes. And Kelly, thank you for being our special guest. We so really fun. love having you here. And we're excited to have you more. Um, yeah, I hope so. Time. So it's going to be great. Will you guys enjoy your back to school and we will see you in a couple weeks on the Mark podcast. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you want to join in the conversation, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mary Margaret C and at ED Heinemann. Use the hashtag Mark podcast. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at lifebywomen.com forward slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the show. We'll see you next time.